amplify your career through training and development solutions specifically designed for federal government professionals. From courses to help you attain or retain certification, to individualized coaching services, to programs that hone your leadership skills and business acumen, Management Concepts optimizes your professional development. Online, in person, individually, or groups, it's training that's measurably better. Learn more at managementconcepts.com. That's managementconcepts.com. The One Tough Mother Podcast. The One Tough Mother Show is real talk with special guests, including industry leaders, celebrities, and amazing women who've overcome adversities to work their way to the top and are willing to share their real life lessons. Remember, you don't have to be a mother to be one tough mother. It's all about you. And welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. It's super exciting this week. We have a fabulous guest who's been a friend of mine for quite some time. And she has great, great eating tips for the holidays. Everybody needs those. I'm telling you right now. How Seth, right? Yes, no the, doubt. Uh, eating, drinking, there's things that you can do to try, try to keep yourself a little bit you know, safer and healthier during the holidays. And she's going to give those to her. Her name is Dr. Lori Shimmick. She was actually just on the doctor's show and she's going to come on and she's going to tell us a little bit about what's going on. But before we do, let me just bring up two things. First of all, Tough Mother Gail will not be here to do the Tough Mother Mail because she went to visit her family in Atlanta. We're super excited for her. We hope she made it. I yeah, mean, with the airport. Ooh, the airport situation was really rough and bad. And you know what? I actually, I slept for three days. I think it was two thousand in that airport when they had that major ice storm during the Super Bowl. I went to the Super Bowl. I was a guest, went to the Super Bowl and had to sleep for three days on the floor in that airport. It was not a pretty scene. Wow, I did that for one day in an airport and three days is bad. It was horrible. They had to bring in the Red Cross, pillows, blankets, you name it. They brought oh, wow. everything in. And um it was you know, at first you're like, Oh, this is kind of fun, it's camping. Second day you're like, get us the hell out of here. <laughs> Third day you're like Open the stores. I want to ravage everything because it, you know, because what are you doing? You got to buy stuff. You got to pay for stuff. But we got out like midway into like two and a half days. The the half day point, they finally said everybody can get on, and we got on, and it was great. The other thing I wanted to point out that Tough Brother Seth is now going to be taking a huge role in the One Tough Mother show. Tough Brother Seth is going to be doing our co-hosting. Tough Mother Lisa had to leave. She She's going on to bigger and better things. We wish her all the luck in the world and we love her to death. Yes, we do. She was super, super fun and funny and we're definitely going to miss her. But Tough Brother Seth is going to be getting a shirt, which he's been bugging me about forever. I believe it when I see it. Okay. And he's going to be taking on a big role. So when we come back, we're going to have this great, great guest on her day. Her name again is Dr. Lori Shimmick. She's a nutrition and weight loss expert. And she's given us great tips on what we should do during the holidays. And by the way, guys, she said I can drink my one glass of wine every night. So... Too bad. That's what I'm doing. Have a good one. We'll see you very soon. We'll be right back with Dr. Lori Shimmick. The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. Today's guest is a woman I've been friends with for quite some time now. Dr. Lori Shimmick is a nutrition and weight loss expert. She is a best-selling author who specializes in weight loss resistance. She has helped many people once and for all lose weight and feel better fast. Known as the inflammation terminator. She has made her mission to help her clients lose weight 
And today on the One Tough Mother Show, she's graciously come on to help us through holiday eating. Lori, mm-hmm. welcome to the One Tough Mother Show. Well, thank Ooh, you, Karen, you. for having me. Oh, Ooh, you're so welcome. <laughs> and I, as I came to the studio today, Seth had a very yeah. large plate of holiday things. So as a result, you're going to have to help us with this. Yeah. And actually, as I, as we were doing this, I'm saying, grab me a cookie. But no, no, no. I'm glad he did not. I'm glad he did not. Well, I want you to know you're not alone in that. Trust oh, me. I can only You are not alone. And you know, mail mother, a mail manager ma lives with me. And that's all she's been doing for a week is baking cookies. Oh, wow. And so the oh, house just her. reeks. And you didn't bring any. I, I, she actually said, Seth, she says, you want to take cookies? And I was like, no, 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 no. Thanks. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, um, Lori, give us a little bit of your background. Tell us the reason that you got into this field. Sure. Yeah. Well, it really does go back to my childhood. I uh, was raised with a single mother and I was the oldest of three children and she was ill. Most of the memories I have of her are being ill with one health condition after another. And uh, you can imagine the stress of raising three young children all on your own with no family support, no husband, no uh, real income, and um, and plus, she smoked a pack and a half of cigarettes a day. Oh. She was extremely overweight, and um, and then again, you know the stress. So, combine all that, she uh, with her health conditions suffered enormously, and her health went downhill. And she died at the very young age of 36, oh leaving behind three young children with nowhere to go. Oh. And during this time, uh, I was watching her health degrade. You know, it was clear to me that she could make different choices. Even as a young girl, I knew that her choices could have been different. And so uh, at her memorial service, it uh was really it became my mission and my passion to help other people understand that they have different choices that they have choice because my mother felt as if this was her lot in life this was the hand she was dealt and she's not unlike many people who feel that way so uh that's that's how I did it I first went into counseling psychology and my true love was helping people and uh, combining that, my background in psychology, with my love of health, okay, nutrition. And so I went back to school, got my degree in nutrition, and started my own company. That's incredible. And you've done, and you've done incredibly well because you were just on the doctors the other day, weren't right. you? So that's right. I was on the doctors recently. Yeah. The doctors TV show. And it was wonderful because we got to talk about uh, a topic that's very interesting. And a lot of people have questions about, which was intermittent fasting. Right. Right. And I'm um, very interested yeah. in that. So, I mean, I've read a lot about it. Seth, have you read a lot about that? I have. Well? Yeah. I've looked into that myself. Seth is a very big, um, big supporter for health and well-being because he is he used to be a personal trainer actually. I was I was certified as a trainer. Oh. Yes. But now uh, wonderful, yeah. And I got three kids of my own and uh, I've, I've slacked off a little bit, but uh, you know, it's always in the back of my mind. I'm always trying to, you know, stay healthy as healthy as I can be. Right. Right. Yeah, that's so important to stay to keep that in your as a focus in your life because, you know, it's it's what I I was talk I was on an interview yesterday and I was saying, you know, it's really that old 
airline instruction, put your oxygen mask on first before you can effectively help other people, is just perfect. Because And especially during the holidays, right? right. You need to really take care of yourself. And uh, that way you'll be better and everyone will be better around you. <laughs> right. And I'm, we're also thankful for you because I know so many people, so many women, and I was a single mother of four, but I know so oh, many women who feel like they've fallen in this trap and they can't get out. It's their lot in life. They, they yes. eat out of stress. They, they smoke out of stress and they just can't get out of it. And so what you're doing is just amazing and so helpful for so, oh, so many you. women. Thank you, Karen. Yeah, it's, you know, my mother became really, I dedicated my last book to her because she, uh, she, because of her struggling and her challenges, she's helped so many people, right. you know, just because of that. And that's incredible, so, really. Thanks to you, too. Yeah. Oh, thank you. And you were young, you. so you identified right away with mm-hmm. it was wrong. And, and you, Lori, I just have to ask you, just because I know, I'm sure there's listeners out there wondering this. Were you angry? Did you get angry at her for this? No, I did not. In fact, it was just the opposite. I became more like her caretaker, you know, um, protecting her. And so I took over a lot of the role of what she should have been doing, which was mothering and, you know, taking care of my two younger brothers. Um, but never be, never was angry with her at all. I wished I had more of her in my life. Yeah. But um, that was it. Yeah. Now, my brother, on the other hand, became angry. <laughs> Oh, okay. <laughs> he was, you know, a bit different. Well, that, you know, that does happen and everybody handles it a different mm-hmm. way. But I'm just so happy that, that you're helping so many people. So now I have to ask you the hard hitting questions because I walked <laughs> in today to the um, Entercom studios and Entercom has merged with CBS. So we're all new here and we're all under construction, but they're having their Christmas party. Yes. Uh-oh. <laughs> and it was the usual. Danger zone. Danger yep, zone. Danger zone. The <laughs> usual Christmas party greats. Uh, right. It's And, you know, everywhere yeah. we go now, I mean, it seems like every day someone's like, stop over for a Christmas drink or let's have, you know, a Christmas drink or there's, you know, we're having a get together and we're having a few people over for Christmas or for the holidays days or for New Year's. Help, Lori, help. <laughs> what do we do? Yeah. It is, I, you know, it. the one thing that is the most important thing to do is to take care of your diet. Uh, you know, it's, it's okay to have those things. Um, I personally don't. Uh, very rarely do I have sugar, for example. Um, but, you know, it's okay. If your body is hormonally tuned, if you you can handle insulin well, you're metabolically uh, flexible, then you can eat those things and it's not a big deal at all, okay? Your body knows what to do with it. But so I, you know, I try to help people stay on track throughout the year so that when this time of year comes around, they're not succumbing, okay? But there are things you can do that are really going to make a huge, powerful impact in your ability to resist all those wonderful things. And, you know, one of them is uh, to make sure that you get protein at every meal, Okay. That you get a source of healthy fat like avocados, any type of uh, healthy oil like uh, avocado oil or uh, olive oil, macadamia nut oil, coconut oil. Healthy fat is going to tamp down. It triggers the hormone leptin that tells the brain you've had enough to eat, okay? So that's very important. Uh, Also, when you get enough fat, you aren't triggering the the 
uh, hormone ghrelin, the hunger hormone ghrelin, that's tamped down, okay? So you're increasing leptin, which is a good thing because you're not going to want to eat a lot. And um, the protein balances your blood sugar. And if you get enough veggies, and I say enough meaning eat more than you think you should, um, you're getting a lot of antioxidants and polyphenols that create better cellular health, okay? It increases your cellular health. And that means that you have this ability to resist. You have the energy, the motivation to do all, everything that you need to do, really. So that's one thing you can do. Spices, uh, I really recommend using a lot of turmeric to tamp down on uh, inflammation. It helps shrink belly fat cells as well. Cinnamon balances blood sugar, which means you won't be craving, uh, sugar as much. I highly recommend everyone take time out every single day, especially during the holidays, to relax. Whatever that looks like for you, even watching TV is a form of relaxation for a lot of people. Um, And then when they do that, to do some deep breathing, uh, there's a technique that is really effective. It stops the stress response in its tracks. And it's called box breathing. And you breathe in for five seconds, you uh, hold it for five seconds, you breathe out for five seconds, and you hold that exhale for five seconds. And that is amazing. In the middle of the night, if you wake up, use it uh, six times, you'll be going back to sleep in no time. It helps you get to sleep. If you're driving in traffic and you're frustrated or stressed, it reduces the stress level. So that's a very important thing. Because wow, that sounds like magic. I'll be using that on the train home today. I'll for be sure. using that yeah, home there's a, on 80. A, you can right. use it anywhere. And we know stress encourages excess eating and especially for the, the high-carb sugary foods. Okay, wow, that's really so, an amazing thing. But how much protein, Lori? Because this is always a controversy. Now, you mm-hmm. know my background. I came from sports nutrition. I spent 25 years as an in-house agency for a large sports nutrition company. Right. So I've been around bodybuilders and athletes my entire life. There's always this um, myth that you need the more protein, the better. But that's not particularly true. How much protein right. should you be trying to get per meal? I'd say about a uh, you know, the the old guideline is still adequate in terms of a palmful, okay? okay. Um, four to six ounces a meal is good. And, you know, you don't want really too much protein because then it triggers pathways uh, in the body such as mTOR that promotes uh, accelerated aging and even cancer. So you don't want an excess amount of protein in your body at all, uh, ingesting an excess amount. So definitely don't do that. Um, But make sure that you do have it because, again, you are preserving your muscle mass, which is key in terms of uh, aging well and uh, weight loss. Uh, So make sure you get that in there. And, you know, there are supplements as well that really help to balance blood sugar. And one that I've been taking because I was addicted to sugar years ago, okay? And the one I've been taking and have never stopped is called chromium picolinate. Yes. It's a very inexpensive supplement and it's small, it's tiny, and it helps stop sugar cravings within three days. So if you are one of those who absolutely needs your sugar, uh, think about getting on uh, chromium picolinate with your doctor's 
uh, approval, and it's really beneficial. Yeah, I've taken chromium for years, years and years and years. Yeah, Yeah. and it's it is it's a tiny tiny pill. So yes. So that's another. And, you know, um, if you're going to an event or you know you're going to be going to an event, 30 minutes before you leave, have a source of protein and a healthy fat, like if you're not sensitive to dairy, like a cheese stick and uh, a quarter of an avocado, for example. You could even have a mini meal before you go if it's going to be that challenging for you. Right. That's a great idea. That's Seth. That was a great idea, right? Uh, So far, I'm taking all these mental notes. Right. Because that's what about. Okay. So I get up, I work out Mm -hmm. and I drink my Mm -hmm. I use about 15 grams of protein in my shake. Here's the Mm -hmm. deal, because I drink protein shakes, you know, twice a day. So here's my question. I substitute. I, I love vegetables, but I use a lot of fruits. I use a lot of blueberries, a lot of apples. A lot of um, blackberries. What, uh, what is, is there danger substituting a lot of fruits for vegetables? What is, am I doing okay with that? Well, the, now the low sugar fruits are fine in moderation, okay, because remember, remember that fructose is metabolized by the liver, right? Right. So we don't want, it's the only sh- uh, sugar that is. And uh, we don't want an excess amount being stored within the liver. Most people are eating too much sugar anyway, so they already have that going on. And um, But yes, in terms of fruit, if you're adding a lot of fruit to your diet, to your diet overall, then that can be problematic, okay? Right. Because you're then bumping up, um, you know, the glycation response in your body. Um, and I can go into that if you want in a bit. But uh, you want the vegetables, no problem. They right. have a low sugar right. content. Yeah. I feel like with smoothies, so you don't need to... a lot of fruit. Uh, you know, you, you add like a banana right. and an apple and put a bunch of spinach in and carrots and celery. I've done this for years and it's sweet. You don't right. need a lot of Absolutely. fruits to sweeten this smoothie. I'm a big blueberry pineapple apple fan. Like those are all low, right? Low sugar? Pineapple isn't. No. Pineapple is right up there with bananas. So I would recommend if you're eating a whole banana to cut that one in half uh, to reduce your sugar load. And, you know, what you want to do is ideally is to tamp down on the insulin response in your body, okay? Because research has shown that the less insulin that's triggered in our body, the healthier we are. Mm. And that uh, confers longevity, quality of life, uh, reduced, you know, fast. It stops the uh, accelerated aging and um, promotes weight loss so much more. All the benefits uh, that you see with intermittent fasting and the ketogenic diet, you will see uh, in doing this. So if you have an excess amount of carbohydrates, then it's really important to take a good look at it and reduce it. So um, yeah, I would definitely cut that banana in half. Okay, well, let's go to my danger zones. Okay. Pretzels, chips, (laughs) dips, nuts, and those homemade breads. Those are my danger zones. I can pass up any cookie cake or pie, but you see chips or dips and pretzels. I go, I'm a sugar. I'm just like you. I mean, I'm a salt fanatic. So what do I do? Well, the same applies. Okay. So you want to fill your diet with all the healthy fats 
at every meal. You don't want an excess amount of carbohydrates because that means, uh, <clears throat> again, that if you're doing that, you've become more of a sugar burner than a fat burner, right? So if you are relying on your fat stores for energy, which happens when you reduce your carbohydrate load, then um, you're, you've got all of those wonderful things happening for you. So um, that's why healthy fat is so important and protein is so important. Carbs are important as well, but not as much as we uh, believe they are, okay? Right, right. We used to believe that, you know, um, grains were very good for us. I was raised being told that. And now the research is coming in showing just the opposite, that it's actually harmful. And um, for a lot of people, we're all genetically different, but for the majority of people, it's just not that healthy. And Mm. um, so we need to take a look at that. We need to take a look at our carb load. And once you do that, you start reducing the excess carbs, then you start using your fat for energy and you begin to lose that belly fat and you lose weight, you feel better, you have less inflammation. It's just wonderful, you know. Wow. Are there any grains that are healthy for you? You were hearing about like kamut and millet and, and different uh, grains that are supposedly healthier grains. Is that... They are healthier, right. The ancient grains are actually healthier than uh, your typical modern-day grains. You know, if I were to advise somebody if they wanted to eat grains, go for the ancient grains. And uh, because, you know, the modern-day, for example, the modern-day wheat that has the modern-day gluten in it Uh (laughs) is really uh, causing a lot of trouble for people. It's addictive. It causes weight gain, water retention, gluten sensitivity issues, To you know, at the very least. So definitely um, go for ancient grains. There's a product out there that, um, a brand rather, that uh, it's called Ezekiel, and it's in the frozen food section. Oh, the but bread, yeah. Yeah, the bread, the English muffins, they've got... Oh, I'm going to try uh, those. Pitas. Okay. Yeah. They have it at Trader Joe's. Yeah, are a great company. They really are. Oh, okay, because I always eat rye bread. I have no affiliation with them, by the way. Oh, thank (laughs) goodness. Yeah, I always eat rye bread, and I always thought rye was supposed to be like the bread of choice if you want to stay away from carbs, but I'll try Right, right, yeah. No, you know, it's, it's very... It's, you know... Creating better health is a process. It really is because, you know, if you look at, you'll start out eating white flour pasta, then you'll go to whole grain pasta, then you'll go to brown rice pasta, then you'll stop eating pasta. Okay, right, that's right. typically the process. And and it's a good one because you really don't want uh, all of those carbs. You know, you think about pasta, let's just take that for example, that's 45 grams of carbs in just one little small handful, okay? And who wants to eat that little amount of pasta? I eat the whole pot. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Same here. So I I just stay away from it. It's... It's not healthy. And so, uh, you know, I was talking about glycation. It's a fancy term for essentially causing inf- serious inflammation in the body. It, it's a, a caramelization of the bodily tissue, if you will. And it doesn't just affect the skin, causing wrinkles and sagging skin. Um, and this glycation process happens when we eat sugar or excess carbs. It also happens within the body. So I was referring to the liver, if you remember, and it's a, it's a storage 
uh, unit, if you will, for excess sugar and fat, okay? The excess sugar gets turned to fat. Well, most people are eating an excess amount of carbohydrates. They're eating an excess amount of sugar. And what's developing is not only a glycated liver that can't really do its job uh, optimally of detoxing and fat burning. And your liver is your number one fat burning organ in the body. Oh my goodness, you're kidding. Yeah, and so a lot of people are walking around with a non-alcoholic fatty liver and they're wondering why they can't lose weight. They're doing everything possible and they don't understand it's just an excess amount of carbohydrates. Oh no, that brings me to my next question, which you know by knowing me from many years online. Mm -hmm. And I'm a wine fanatic. I am the one glass a night wine gal. Like that's what I do. I have Mm -hmm. my one glass of wine every night. And my glass of wine is not the glass of wine you get in a restaurant. My glass of wine is probably a little bit more. (laughs) You and everybody. Two glasses. I know. I was. I heard something the other day how the the uh, serving of wine has increased markedly, like two hundred percent. I would believe that fifty years ago. Um, but no, that's fine. No, wine is is just fine in uh, you know in terms of moderation. But you know, it's there are other types of alcohol that are problematic, like beer, for example. Seth, what do you drink? Beer. I'm not much of a drinker. What I drink. Oh. No, oh. she's asking me. I don't. I don't really drink too much anymore. Once in a while, I'll have a, a vodka drink, like a vodka. And oh, you're not soda. a beer man. Not anymore. Oh, okay. What about you, Lori? I like wine, red wine. Okay, okay. It's really healthy for you. It's got. Um, it's lower in carbohydrates, and they have uh, oh. a couple companies out there that uh, I can't remember the names of them, but they are specifically made for people who are, for example, doing intermittent fasting or ketogenic diet or the paleo diet. So really low in sugar um, and very, very high in polyphenols and antioxidants. Oh, really? I'm going to look for that. Yeah. yeah. It, I know that I, I know part of the name of it, but I'll butcher it if I just say it on air. Oh, okay. <laughs> so so um, the holidays are here, you're telling us, which is yes. a really super, super good tip to eat a little bit before you go. Eat a little healthy protein and right. a little healthy, healthy fat. fat. So you get there and you're not like a glutton for everything moving. Exactly. Called a pre-party. Yeah, yeah. yeah. pre-party. <laughs> pre-party yeah. at your house. Yeah. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, and you know, another thing is if you get to a party, don't hang out at the buffet table. Stay away from it, right. at least in arm's length, so you're not constantly reaching over. And, you know, just make sure that you really aren't starving when you get there, because that's the first mistake most people make is they haven't eaten. Say they go from work straight there. Not a good, not a good idea, because you're going to be starving. And you'll have a drink, and that'll go, you know, without any food in your stomach, you know what happens next. That right. just happened to me just now. Before, <laughs> it did. We're having a Christmas party here at a barbecue table. I filled up two plates, and I was stuffing uh-huh. my face because I was starving. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's you didn't so eat. easy to do. Yeah. This, it's, it's super easy to do. And once you start, right. a lot of times, it's difficult to stop. Yes. And another tip that is that works really well for me, and not for everybody, though, it depends on the kind of person you are, but um, it's called the three bite rule okay so you can have anything absolutely yummy that you want but you just take three bites of oh it my god that's, that's a great idea 
so yeah, you and it works. Uh, it, but if you're the kind of person that can't stop eating, uh. then don't eat it. <laughs> Seth's looking at me like, "What the hell are you talking about?" <laughs> <Three bites>. <laughs> <laughs> scary. Lori, you, you mentioned a couple different diets. Uh, mm-hmm. The ketogenic diet is very hot right now. I, I did the paleo diet for a while, and I, I got in the best shape of my life. Um, right. But it seems like you eat a lot of protein with the with the paleo diet. What? Right. What, what do you what would you recommend as someone who's, who wants to you know get in shape and eat healthy? Is there is there is there something uh, do you recommend ketogenic? Should they look into intermittent fasting? Yeah, for the new right. year especially because Seth right. and I have a big challenge coming up this new year in April, and we're going to get into the shapes of our lives. So we need your help. Tell us. <laughs> well, absolutely. So okay, it just depends. Ketogenic diet. Uh, has a lot of medical health benefits to it, okay? Uh, The intermittent fasting diet is excellent. Both promote weight loss, especially belly fat, so that's a good thing. Um, But uh, they're just different. So the ketogenic diet is uh, markedly reducing your carbohydrate intake to to something like 100 a day, okay? Some people, a lot, go to 50 grams of carbohydrates a day, which is yeah, I just told you pasta has 45 grams, right? One small serving. So you can see you're pretty much eradicating carbohydrates from your diet. And you have to be very careful about that because you're trying to keep insulin low. Um, But having said that, again, the reversal of inflammation, the fat loss, the metabolic health increases every across the board. Okay. Same with intermittent fasting. So um, I, find that with intermittent fasting, you don't have to consciously reduce your carb intake, even though you do, okay, Um, if you miss one meal. So I do intermittent fasting. I don't have breakfast. Uh, My first meal of the day is at noon. Roughly. Oh, so she's not talking about daily. Like, you don't have to do a whole day of fasting. Intermittent. It means there's a... It's a meal. It's It's a meal. you clear yeah. out, right? You clear out like at 8 o'clock at night. You don't eat till noon the next day, so you're giving your body exactly. a chance to reset. Is that how it works, right. correct? And it works beautifully. I mean, it really does. Now, for do women, okay, we're more uh, finely hormonally tuned, if you will. It, we don't have as much success with it as men do. I'm hmm. having success with it. But the reason I do it is for cellular health. Uh, it helps to increase mitochondrial health, the little engines in our cells. It helps... It promotes something called autophagy, which is essentially cellular house cleaning. Because if you're eating all the time, uh, your mitochondria are busy working, providing energy for the cells. There's a lot of debris that's going on, and it stays within the cell. It never leaves, okay, Mm -hmm. rarely. And so this stops uh, the machinations uh, to a great deal, and the cell then begins to self-clean, if you will. Okay. And it's very important in terms of health. That, but, but what about dinner? Can I, I don't, I'm not a dinner person. I eat breakfast oh, because that would I be work your, out. Your choice. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so dinner's yeah. okay. Timing's up to me. Okay. Excellent. Right. It's you, up to you. Are you starving right. at 12 o'clock when you do the intermittent, intermittent no, fasting? No, at first I was. So it does take, because we're all on a circadian rhythm, right? right? Even our little gut bacteria are on a circadian rhythm, everything in our body. So, you know, the if you normally eat your breakfast, say, at 8 in the morning, right, around 7.30, the hunger hormone ghrelin is going to rear its ugly head and prepare you for your meal. That's why you start to look forward to it and, and – uh, 
uh, biologically, you start looking forward to it. Um, so it takes a good two weeks before you stop getting the growling stomach in the morning. Mm. Um, it's, you know, for me, it took a lot longer than that. But for most people, generally, it takes a couple of weeks. What, time, what week. time do you eat at night? I eat at 8. Okay. and so, um, 7.30. Okay. And you do this? Yeah. Do you continue to do intermittent fasting or is it something mm-hmm. that you do in cycles or you just continue to do I, it? I do it every day, right? No every breakfast day. for you. A cup of coffee or? No breakfast. And I was the breakfast queen, okay? <laughs> and if I can do it, anyone can do it. <laughs> so you do you have a cup of coffee or anything at oh, all? Oh, yeah. Coffee is excellent. Now, there are a couple of research uh, uh, studies that are out showing that coffee can stop the fasting process, but there are uh, more research studies showing that coffee promotes autophagy that I was speaking of, that cellular house cleaning. Mm. And so anything you add to your coffee, don't do it because that will stop the fasting process as well. But coffee, tea, water is fine. Excellent. Wow, that's that's great advice. I like that. I'm going to try that. Uh, yeah. That yeah. Is, and it's really, I mean, it's, you know, it seems to me a no-brainer when it comes to uh, promoting optimal health and weight loss. I don't need to lose weight, but, you know, it's if you do, it's just excellent. Your body begins to use fat for energy, and that's the best way to do it. This must be an exciting time for you because there's so much science coming into diet and exercise now. It's just, it's, oh, yeah. It's, it's I love it. I, it's just right up my alley. But does it drive you crazy? Because you can find just knowing from being in the industry, mm-hmm. you can find something that negates what you read before every single time. Like there's always a study, then there's a study that negates right. the study you read, and it just goes and goes and goes. Does but that drive you nuts? It Well, not really, because I know what to look for in a study, and sometimes there are quality studies. Um, sometimes there are quality studies that do negate each other, but mostly there's something off about some study, Okay. And you can really dive into it and find out what that off might be. So it just takes time and research on my end. But it's, it's uh, yeah, it's, it's out there. And no wonder the average person is confused. Absolutely. That is not. Absolutely. Yeah. But you're doing it by experience, too, industry. right? You're doing the intermittent fasting. It's working for you. So right. that's the best yep. research you can do, right? Right. I agree completely. Yeah. And my clients are having really great success with it. So. So yeah. tell us Miss about Breakfast your books. Queen. You are the you are a best-selling author. Congratulations. Thank and you. And my dear friend, you've done great on this. Tell us about your books. Give us the titles of your sure. books. Sure. Yeah. My I have two books. One is Fire Up Your Fat Burn. And the other book, my last book, uh, is How to Fight Fat Flammation, like inflammation, but fat flammation, mm. which talks about uh, the core underlying cause of weight gain, which are inflamed fat cells. And it's got uh, three weeks of yummy meal plans and uh, recipes and all sorts of wonderful things that use ingredients and foods that actually help cut fat cell inflammation, reverse it. And um, it's, you know, my whole plan is to help people uh, create optimal health and lose weight at the same time. So it's really a lifetime diet. It's not a diet diet per se. I love that. It, I love that because people don't want to hear the word diet. They don't right. want to hear that. So lifetime right. plan or a lifetime. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that a lot better. Right. And, you know, I'm all about reversing inflammation, low level inflammation. And that's what that book is about. My last book. So. Do you think that can help uh, autoimmune diseases like uh, psoriasis and things like that? 
Absolutely, yes. Okay. Absolutely. It, you know, as long as you're paying attention to the foods you put into your body, if they're anti-inflammatory, you are on the right path. You are doing um, just fantastic things for your body. Is the worst dairy? Dairy is supposed to be very inflammatory. Doesn't it really affect your cells? It, dairy does have an effect on many, many people. Now, having said that, um, we're all genetically unique, okay? We all have uh, ancestors that came from different parts of the world. And so, you know, one part of the world, they may have used a lot of dairy. And so you don't have that sensitivity to it. And, uh, you know, there was a study that came out, I guess about a year ago, from Israel showing that half the people could eat white rice and they would show a huge bump in their glycemic level okay and in their sugar blood in their blood sugar level and the other half could eat the white rice mm. and show nothing okay right? they had wow. no blood sugar rise at all and so it just shows you the difference in how we express genetically so let's just have just give everybody a basic, like simple recipe for the holidays. Give them simple instructions, simple tips for the end of the show so they, they have these in their head because we covered a lot of great, great stuff and they'll want to get your books just because it, this is an amazing interview. But give us just the guidelines. Stay away from the table. Seth, get back away from that right. table. Back <laughs> away. Feet from the table. <laughs> An arm's length from the table. Eat before you go. Make sure you have a healthy fat and protein. Um, think about supplementing with your doctor's approval the supplement chromium picolinate. Beautiful. Um, yeah. Make sure that you know you use a lot of spices that balance blood sugar, like cinnamon, for example, uh, that will do that very effectively, and it's delicious. Don't use artificial sweeteners because it's it's causing just the opposite effect that you think it is. And try to do stress reduction. Very important. Make sure you breathe. Very, very important. I mentioned the breathing technique. And if you and I'd love for you to just move your body right. during the holidays. A walk, lot of people, right. Yeah. Right. Walk. And you know, and if you're at an event and or say you're at grandma's house and she's pushing you to eat more a lot of people do that oh absolutely yeah <laughs> they do it in a loving way but it's still if you're trying to be uh healthier uh just diffuse it you know uh with humor and right. or tell them that you're really you know you're full or you can't eat another bite if i eat another bite i'll be as stuffed as that turkey right. or something to that effect right right you right know? That's those are great tips and water, right? Lots and lots. Oh yes, and lots of water. water. Yes, absolutely. Water is, you know, most of us are mildly dehydrated and suffering from symptoms such as joint pain. They're, you're tired all the time and you don't know why. Uh, you're gaining weight. You have sugar cravings. The list goes on. Headaches. Um, simply drinking water every day throughout the day is the remedy. Okay, it's most people feel an incredible amount of energy when they're drinking water consistently, just one glass. And so uh, I highly recommend you get your water in half your body weight in ounces. Okay. okay. So that means if you weigh 120 pounds, 
get in a minimum of 60 ounces a day. Oh, wow. That's great. Well, my dear friend, Dr. Lori Schimmick, thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time out of your day. Thank you, Karen. Thank you for being here. We're so excited. And uh, when you're up in town, come on up and Seth and I will take you out to dinner and just sit across the table since we'll be fasting. Oh, I would love that, yeah. <laughs> I'll duct tape on Thank my mouth. Thank you too, Seth. So wonderful. Have Thank a you. lovely, lovely holiday, okay, my friend. You too. Happy holidays. Thank you. Happy holidays to both of you. And Thank we'll you. talk soon. Take care. Yes, definitely. Bye-bye. 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 The One Tough Mother Podcast. Real talk with amazing women who have worked their way to the top and want to share their real life lessons with you. And we're back, and we've got tough brother Seth, and he's responsible for headlines and headaches. And there's a lot of them, and it's brought to you by, and our sponsor today is PodSearch. PodSearch.com is a great, great way to find any podcast that you're looking for. They have it by categories. They have it really mapped out for you. Just go on PodSearch.com. They're awesome people. I love them to death. And if you're looking for any kind of podcast of any sort, you go there and it's easy to find. So, including definitely. ours, including yeah. the One Tough Mother Show. Yeah, the One Tough Mother Show is on Pod Search, and they're just great people to work with, and I really, really enjoy them. So, again, podsearch.com. Seth, what do you got? Well, first, we want to start with um, the horrific Amtrak train derailment oh, in Washington State. Yeah. We want to offer our prayers to all the victims and the families affected by that. I mean, seeing that train hanging over, hanging over the highway was. Just, you know, it's, it takes your breath away. It's, it's freaky, right? Yes. And it's something you would see out of a movie. You don't really expect to see that in real life. Um, you know, there's been a few fatalities uh, from the train, none from the highway. Uh, there's funds that were used for uh, upgrade the tracks on the passenger trains. They had been monitored. They had monitored the work, but, you know, things happen and it's just horrible. And you hope it's not a human error, but I guess, you know, we'll see. Well, they said there were like 78 passengers, right? Yeah, 78 passengers are a crew of five on the train, and uh, I guess we'll find out more about it as, as the days go on. Yeah, it was, it, we, we did, again, we offer our prayers. It was, I opened up the internet and saw it and was like, what? You know, I, I go over and underwater every day. You know, so do I. Yeah. We come from Jersey, which yes. always is. On the train. I'm on a train. Oh, you're on the train. See, I'm, I'm train. a freak about driving, so yeah. I'm driving in. So well, that's the deal. If I was driving in, I wouldn't have be able to pay my rent. <laughs> yes. Uh, we also have, um, God, we were just talking about it uh, earlier today uh, on the show. It was about uh, the power outage in Atlanta. Oh. The airport. I mean, 30,000 30, people at the airport, and it could cost up to $30 million for Delta Airlines and its hub there. They said... Um, Estimated uh, roughly 209,000 people had their trips disrupted, and that number is probably conservative. So Yeah. We hope we hope tough mother Gail made it, because her family right. is in Atlanta. We'll find out. Delta is being uh, absolutely and unbelievably generous. They're covering hotels, and especially generous because it might not have been their problem or their fault to begin with. Right. It was so. like a fire somewhere, from what I understood. And I didn't read a super lot about it. But you know what? Let me tell you. I'm in an airport, and the lights go down. And there's no power. I'm freaking. Oh, yeah. You don't know what it could be a terrorist attack. You have no idea what it is. I'm freaking out. And you're talking whole airport. And is it Atlanta's the biggest airport in the world? Is that true or not? That's what. If it isn't the biggest, it's 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 a huge hub. You know, just where the location of Atlanta is. I think right, there's a lot. Right. You know, maybe for international and domestic, it's a, it's a big uh, hub. For somewhere, I read that it was supposed to be like the the biggest airport in the world. And I thought to myself, in the world, that doesn't make sense to me. But it, whatever the case is, it's humongous. When you go there, it's just 
gigantic. One of the biggest in the country for sure. Right. If not the biggest. Okay, uh, Amazon. We're always oh, we're talking we're about Amazon. Always every talking about week. Amazon. Well, this just is to my point. Okay, about them listening to you. Go ahead. Oh, that's right. <laughs> I've seen that too. I have Amazon Echo at home, and uh, I'll be uh, or I search on Amazon, and then next thing you know, I get ads popping up everywhere for the things I was looking at. Yeah, it's a little yeah. annoying. Uh, and my wife hates it the most. But uh, Amazon Echo, uh, they're pushing a new Amazon Echo look, which debuted this summer as a coach for people who care about clothing. The Echo Look, oh, that's what it is. It's the Echo Look. Yeah, it includes the Alexa digital assistant and a camera. It takes full body selfies to capture what you're wearing and provide feedback to help you decide between two outfits. So what? This is for people who don't have any friends. What? I mean, <laughs> I mean a- I'm going to wear this or this today and a computer's going to tell me? Yes. Oh. Monday, Amazon sent a notice to Echo Look owners that the device's app would connect to Amazon Spark, which is an Instagram-like social network Amazon created for its shoppers. So you can ask other users what you should wear. That makes a little more sense to me. Uh, the added integration will only work in Echo Looks iOS Oh, app. well, I have a droid, so droid. I won't be droid. But you know what? Come on. You're going to stand in front of a camera and say, okay, I'm going to a party tonight. What do you think? And you're going to ask a bunch of people, get a life and make a decision yourself. And this Instagram social network thing. Amazon's awesome for what they do. Yes. But here's the thing, and I've learned this from business. You can't jump into something else that easily. You're not going to compete with Facebooks and Twitters. That's all they do. Right. This right, is like right, a little right. side piece business for you. You're not going to be able to put the time and resources and energy and effort into it. I agree. To compete with those kind of companies. I agree. So, you, you know, you should let them do their thing. You don't go to the dentist to to groom your dog, okay? People have specialties. <laughs> That's so, good way to put it. Yeah. So, you know, when people do specialized things, I mean, again, Amazon is huge and I use them tremendous, I mean, all the time. My Christmas shopping was 90% Amazon. Yeah, I did too. But Maybe, maybe 100. Yeah, but... I'm not um, done yet, though. Oh, yeah. <laughs> me either. <laughs> okay, and we have uh, The Verge reports that WhatsApp was ordered to stop sharing user data with Facebook in France. WhatsApp had, uh, was sharing data with Facebook to develop targeted advertising, security measures, and to gather business intelligence. But guess what? WhatsApp never told its users it was collecting data for business intelligence, and there was no way to opt out without uninstalling the app. Oh, you know, no. Yeah, come this, on. Come on, this is happening everywhere. We know that. Yeah. Um, European regulators have attempted to police Facebook in the past. Germany ordered WhatsApp to stop collecting data in September of last year, and UK had them stop November of last year. You would think they would catch on by now. Right. And a, right. Lot, a lot of things are, I see a lot of apps now are just asking you. Right. You know, do you mind if you share? And, and that's like, okay. Right. Either yes or no. A lot of times I block. No, block. Right. No, 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 no. Leave me alone. Yeah, right. Yes. But there, you know, it's getting crazy because we talk about artificial intelligence all the time. And you just said it. We go on and it follows you everywhere. Yeah. And it, it, it becomes a very huge, annoying, not only is it annoying, I don't want people collecting. They know when you go to the bathroom. I'm okay? getting a flip phone. That's what I'm going to do. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going back to flip. I got to find mine. It's in the closet. It's funny, too. They still say Facebook was fined $122 million by the EU <sighs> for providing misleading information about the acquisition of WhatsApp. Finding them $122 million is like finding me $12. You're right. It's about the equivalent. <laughs> yeah, of that. You're so right. right. So, um, We'll see what happens with that. And we got one more. Um, Sophie Wirt of BNC Britain Co. Uh, reports that Taco Bell beer now exists. Uh, 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 might get me back into beer. Oh, you are you a Taco Bell fan? I, you know, I, I get cravings once in a while for Taco Bell. You know, they're the I mean, one, they're one fast food place I will eat will be Taco Bell. Mi quiero Taco Bell. <laughs> yes. Uh, you, you don't uh, consider Chipotle fast food? It's not. A, it's not the same as those other ones. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. It's all garbage. Uh, Unless you want to sponsor, then you're awesome. Right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) 
Taco Bell has really been breaking the mold. Um, the fast food chain, uh, which launches which launches first apparel collection with, excuse me, Forever Twenty One in September, is at it again, bringing customers their very own signature beer. It's a Mexican style amber lager, Beach Bell. Oh. Was created in collaboration with a local California-based brewery, Four Sons Brewing. Oh, they hit the jackpot! Right. It's described as light, crisp, and refreshing, according to the restaurant. It has a smooth and robust taste with a clean finish. Hello, Corona. Okay. Mm. <laughs> it sounds exactly like sounds that. Sounds mmm. Yeah, mm, sounds familiar. While it's not the chain's it's not the chain's first foray into serving alcohol, the company began serving beer along with sangria and liquor laced and liquor laced slushies at select cantina locations. Oh, I like liquor laced slushies. Yeah, who doesn't? That's a bad combination. Alcohol and sugar. Ooh, the worst hangover. Oof. Uh, this is very uh, first exclusive flavor and presumably tastes especially good with your Burrito Supreme. Wow. The beer is available as of today, though you may not have to travel to get it. It's only available at Bell's Huntington Beach Cantina location for a limited time. Here's hoping the Bell will expand its latest launch across the country. Uh, yeah, there's some like liquor license and stuff. I don't yeah, think yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can't imagine it's going to happen very quickly if it does no. happen. There's a lot involved in that. State by state, liquor laws are different. So. Right, so it's a difficult thing, and people sell their liquor licenses for a lot of money to different like uh, oh, establishments. Yeah. It's crazy, you know, especially New Jersey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's it for headlines and headaches. Oh, you did a great job, yeah. Seth. Thank you. And um, I won't be going to Taco Bell for beer anytime soon. Miguel Taco Bell, but <laughs> maybe Seth will. Um, I might. I might. Yes. So I'm in honor of Top Mother Gail, who hopefully is in Atlanta with her friends and family. I am going to read the Tough Mother Mail this week. Oh, so here's Tough Mother Karen with the Tough Mother Mail. Thank you. And it's brought to you by, again, PodSearch, PodSearch.com, where you can find any podcast on any category, on any subject you want to listen to. And PodSearch.com is a great place to go. And podcasting is getting huge. Like, I read somewhere there's 400,000 podcasts now. It's about three hundred and fifty-five thousand too many. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's that's how I feel about it. <laughs> no, it's it. There's one. The great thing about it is there's something for everyone. There is. If you're into uh, being uh, doing welding work, I'm sure there's a welding podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm yes. thinking that as well. And if, and if you want to listen, I mean, it's great. I like listening to them. I I listen to a handful of them, and, and now you can in the car too. Yeah, that's what I love about it. So let's start off with our first mail. But before we do, remember you can go to One Tough Mother with a U. OneToughMother.com to find us. You can go Twitter is One Tough Mother, Instagram, Facebook. So check us out always. We're always there for you. And mm-hmm. here we go with number one. Dear One Tough Mother, I'm a 27-year-old who can't find a man I want to spend the rest of my life with. I don't have a problem getting a date. I work in this city and there's plenty of young single men in the industry. However, I can't find one I'd like to be a lifer with. I even check myself. I make sure I date a diverse group of guys, not just from the same industry as I'm in. I don't feel that I ask too much. I like someone who's mentally stimulating as well as a man who likes physical activity. I love all music, especially country, and love going to concerts. The gym is my stress reliever. Hey, me too. And I don't drink or smoke much, or I don't drink or smoke. So why is it so hard? I refuse to date online because there's plenty of guys around me to date. So what's up? Any suggestions? Single and sick of it. Seth? Oh, yes. Um, I think people look too hard. And first of all, don't don't uh, cancel out online dating. That's like probably the, the number one place people meet. 
and it's an in, and that's where I met my wife. So I have nothing. I think she it. meant that because there's so many guys around her. But, but if it's not working, what you're doing, mix it up. Right. Try something different. You want to date diverse? Well, be diverse in your in your tactics and your strategy. People are in such a rush. They feel like okay, I date X amount of guys, and one should work. And get out of your head and just go with the flow. Have a good time. When the right guy comes along, you won't have to think about it. You right. You'll click. You're still young. Give yourself, a, you know, relax. Right. Try to enjoy yourself and try to, you know, figure out what you want and you, know, you can uh, make your search smaller. You, you know, figure out what you want and just take your time and don't, you're, you're getting too, when you're that and you're that tense about it, she seems tense. Like, what's taking so long? Right. You need to relax. You need to try to enjoy yourself. Go with the flow. Because you, you're carrying yourself to being tense. That'll carry over into your dates and, and maybe you're missing, you might be missing out on something because you're too wound up about it. And I agree. And you know what? What you said, get out of your head. Like you're constantly thinking, I got to find a man, got to find a man, got to right. find a man, got to find a man. No, you don't. No, no, no. It'll happen. You know, just relax about it. And maybe, I hate to say this, single and sick of it, but maybe you're too tense on a date. Maybe they pick up on the fact that you're like, oh, you know, I gotta, you're not the right guy or I got to find the right guy. So You know something else when I was younger and dating too? I always find a reason not to like someone. Like I always try oh, to pick out a flaw or, okay. oh, this guy's good, but, oh, he doesn't like sushi. Or he doesn't, you know, this, you know, the, she could be doing stuff like that. You know, right. I have to deal with girls. Or she's this or she's that. You know, if girl has a bad laugh, though, I'm out for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, if oh, you get a laugh that just like, cre- you know, creeps up the back of your spine, like just makes you want to like curl up into a ball. And a Seinfeld can... type laugh. Was, yeah, that, was yeah. that an episode uh, on Seinfeld? It might have been a Seinfeld episode. Yeah. Well, that's exactly what Seinfeld was about. He always picked something wrong with a girl. Right. That was his thing. You know? Right, right, right. Man hands. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There you go. So, you know, don't be so picky and just try to find someone you enjoy spending time with and don't worry about if you're going to get married or not. Just enjoy getting to know someone. Yeah, you're 27. Right. Come on. You got plenty of city, time. city, that's like 37, right? Yeah, yeah. You no, get... I'm sorry. 20, it's like you're, it's people get married later right. in the city. Right, right. So it's like 27 is very young in, in the city. So take your time. And right. um, if you want to write us and get our opinion on anything, Tough Mother, One Tough Mother or Tough Brother Seth or Tough... Uh, Tough Mother Gail, please write us at OneToughMother.com. There's a tab that says connect with us and write to us. So here's our next one. Dear OTM, I have a weird issue and I don't know who to talk to about. So here it goes. I'm terrified of cooking. <laughs> My boyfriend Jeff and I've been dating for four months and I have not cooked for him once. So I don't mean to laugh at her. <laughs> no. Terrifying cooking. It shouldn't be that way. We're going to help out. Right. I really like this guy and he keeps bringing it up over. Can I come over to your house for a home cooked meal? And I keep putting it off. He brags all the time that his mother and sisters are great cooks and he really misses home cooking. I know it's a hint. I have never liked cooking. I'm a horrible cook. I'm scared of the stove, and I do not, and she put that in capitals, want to cook a home-cooked meal. However, I also don't want to lose Jeff. What do I do? Anti-chef. Anti-chef. What do you think? Uh, there's a couple of different things I'm thinking. Uh, and this drives me crazy with couples. Like, Just be honest about it. That's what I'm thinking. Right. Tell the dude, I don't cook, dude. That's one. Or no, it doesn't be that harsh about it. You want, she seems like she's open and wants to make him happy, so... You can also say, well, it sounds like they're really good cooks. Maybe they can give me a few pointers. Maybe I can make a meal with them. I can make a family meal. Or the first thing I thought of is that there are a lot of um, meal plans now. Like HelloFresh, companies like that, uh, Blue Apron. And I've done them. uh, Sun Basket. They're so easy. I did it with my 10-year-old. They're so so easy. They lay everything out for you where you can't possibly mess it up. 
then if you are, then maybe you're doing it drunk. It's that easy. The food is really good. Oh, really? That's really a cool thing to do with your kid. Yeah. So you got it, and you guys cooked a meal together. Yes. And it's it's a lot of fun. And But she doesn't have to do it with him. She could just do it herself. Right. Like, Look what I did. Right. Now you love me more. Go get me a ring. Yeah. yeah. The ring. Jing, jing. Yes. Here's what my suggestion was. Go to the frozen food section. There's a lasagna in a box. <laughs> Take it out it's and true. put it in a pan. Cook it. <laughs> there you go. But those, those those meal plans are not expensive. Even Tom Brady has one. Oh, yeah. Okay. But they're just, that's he's, he's a whole different level. But they're so easy and they're in it's good it's really good food and i've never i've never used one and yeah. i might now they're really good it. and for her perfect someone who's scared of cooking so you get exact specific directions she just has it, cooking is not that hard just, right i'm gonna say that you know bobby flay's the man but i'm saying he's a chef but to cook your a meal in your house just if you're able to follow simple directions right you can cook and especially this will help you because it'll give you everything you need in one place one box and you can cook a great meal. Right. And he'll be impressed. And you say in, in caps, do not want to do it. Okay. If you don't want to do it, you well, just don't like, just say, I don't want to I I'm not a cook. I'm not interested you know, in cooking. Get out of your get out of your comfort zone. Gotta yeah. give, give it a shot. This is the easiest way to do it. I'm, okay. I'm giving her the easiest way to try. I'm all I'm all for trying things. I'm I'm, I'm a pleaser though. I want to I like to please my wife. So I'm sure she wants to please Jeff. So I'll give it a shot. All right. Well that's a great suggestion. Write us and let us know how you cooked or send us something and we'll try it and tell you how it tastes. And email number three is Dear Mother. What do you suggest I do for strong body odor? No matter how much I shower, what deodorant or cologne I wear, every morning about two hours after, I have strong BO. I am one of those guys who sweats a lot, even if I'm walking from one end of the school to the other. I break a sweat. I swear it's the worst and it stops me from doing almost everything, especially talking to girls. I'm a varsity wrestler and I have to keep my weight down so I'm not fat. I just stink and sweat. This year is the worst, and it's killing me. I don't even want to sit next to anyone in class. There's this girl who's considered to be one of the hottest girls in the junior class. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and who <laughs> I'd like to get to know better. And my buddy said she's always asking about me. But I can't get near her. I stink. I see her coming down the hall, and I take off the other way. I know I smell. God, this really sucks. What do I do? Seth, you're a guy. What does he do? I would call Dr. Lori. Right, right, right. <laughs> um, no, it, it, it could definitely be diet. Boom. That's what I thought. Yeah. I mean, he might he might be dehydrated too. Yep. Yeah. From what he's doing with wrestling. I wrestled in high school too. Um, he should go see a doctor. I mean, he could have some kind of some kind of condition. I don't know if he's eating a lot of curry. You know, there's there's diet is big. Dehydration. And you might have a condition. You need to go check, get checked out about it. If you're... You know, you can't mask it. If it's body odor, you can't mask it with colognes or deodorant or anything. It's going to come through. Um, you know, armpit you can, obviously, but it sounds like he has a bigger problem. So I think it's something medical that he should be able to to get to the bottom of by checking his diet, making sure he's drinking a lot of water. And he should check he should check in with the doctor. Yeah, and I agree because my three sons, okay, all big bodybuilders, all big football players, played a lot of sports, always ate a ton of protein. Let me tell you... Their clothes and their rooms <laughs> smelled like locker rooms. Seriously, because protein, it was coming out of their pores, honestly, or other things they would eat, garlic or anything like that. Because when you're in condition and you start moving, and obviously he's a wrestler, so he, he trains a lot, your body sweats immediately because you start burning. So you're burning 
and you're sweating and you're sweating out whatever's in your system. I agree 1000% with Seth. You should absolutely see a doctor, number one. Num- and say, hey, you know, let them do a test because you may have bacteria in your That's in your bloodstream. Good point, right? And bacteria has a, a special odor. Number two, diet. You've got to drink. And you know what? As a wrestler, I remember this. And my boys didn't wrestle long because they were so big, but they were to be dehydrated to make weight. And so, if you're not drinking enough to flush your system, you're gonna stink, dude. You're gonna stink. Mm-hmm. So check those things and and see what happens. And again, like Seth said, you can lather on all the cologne, everything you want, but I'm telling you right now, you need to have it checked out because it could be an underlying issue. Actually, I remember somebody that we knew. I don't know if it was my kids or someone else I knew, but they found out they had diabetes by the fact that they wow. had a bad odor. You know, b- bad body odor. And it's possible even someone in shape, uh, you know, can be diabetic. Absolutely, one hundred percent. So, please, you know, sp- speak to your mom, make a doctor or make your own doctor's appointment. Go to the doctor, tell them about this, let them do a couple of tests on you. They'll, they'll test your blood, they'll test your urine, whatever the case may be, and figure it out. Because you know, don't miss out on life just because of this, dude. Take take responsibility. It's, it's junior, so it sounds like you're like in high school, right? Would mm-hmm. that be high school? It so yeah, like high school. You're a big kid. Take We're responsibility. About the, the hottest curl in junior year. Yeah, that's yeah, high, yeah. That's high school. That's high school, yeah. right? So definitely, yeah, check it out because I, I think it's super important for everybody. You want to feel good about the way you look, and you want to and, feel good in high about school. Yourself. I feel for them because that's like you're you're the most sensitive, and you're, mo- you're most caring about what other people think when you're in high school. So. To be that you don't want to be the, known as the smelly guy in high school, <laughs> right? No. And you know we're giving you good advice here, so take yes. it, t- take it, and run, and and run, and run, and run all the way to the doctor's office. Yeah, yeah, I'll help you cut weight. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so um, we have a tough mother. It says it's mother says right now, and it again, is. it's brought to you by. Podsearch.com. Yep, we love them. Podsearch, thank you for having us on. We we love being on your, your network. And, and remember, find us, OneToughMother.com, with a U. Got it. And on social media, Facebook, Twitter. Find us, we're there. LinkedIn. yeah. And we need your help. Anyway, hmm. so Mother says this week is, do all things with kindness, compassion, integrity, and you shall be blessed beyond measure. Truthfully, I mean, it's the time of the year for the holidays. It's not a happy holiday. For, I I'm know, trying. I know Seth is trying. It's not happy for everyone. Holidays are not happy for everyone. A lot of people get depressed. A lot of people have issues. They've lost family members this year or they've lost their job. There's a lot of pressure during the holidays. So please do things with kindness, compassion, and integrity, and you'll be blessed beyond measure. And all we have to say is thanks for listening and... Happy holidays. Right. Happy holidays. We'll talk to you next week. Everybody enjoy and please be safe. The JCPenney Friends and Family Sale is back. And this week, we're passing the savings on to you. Use your extra 30% off coupon to prep your home and style your family for Easter. That's extra savings on top of our great low prices. Plus, share your coupon with everyone you know and love. It's always better when we save together. JCPenney, make everybody count. Offer valid 311 through 317. Exclusion supply. See store or jcp.com for details.